podcast. Um, my name is Jonathan Woolley. I'm the editor for S3 Magazine. Uh, we're here with Jared DeAnda, voice of Formula Drift. Uh, we also got Mike Sanders, the suit, the clean cut guy. He is the other owner of S3. He's the guy that keeps us, whatever, keeps money in the checkbook. Um, and then we've got our two interns that are, are quickly turning into more than interns. They're, they're teaching us a lot about video and podcasts and stuff. Um, Jesse Rivera and Hunter Rollins. Um, so yeah, everybody meet everybody. <laughs> this guy, this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Through a shaka. Hell yeah, and I just got back from Hawaii, so it's okay. I know, I saw your Kauai photos, man. I didn't know if you were still there. I'm like, wait, why are you podcasting while you're Kauai? No, no. He just just threw it all away. He's staying there. (laughs) You just see me get on the beach. Can't hear you guys over the crashing waves. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, uh, that's that's my spot. They say if you love Kauai, tell your friends to go to Maui. So, hey, everybody, go to Maui. It's freaking awesome. (laughs) You guys should go check it out. But, um, okay, so kind of I, I was just going to get a pizza and thinking about what I was going to ask you. I guess first question is, let's rewind, pretend it's 2002. What the hell is Jared DeAnda doing in 2002? Um, wow. You know, like before, yeah. uh, before FD, before it all happened. Like, where yeah, no, were that's... you? What was your thing? What were you driving? What, where were you working? That's a great question. Uh, 2002, I believe I was working for Gumball 3000. Oh, I think I was working for I was working for Gumball 3000, and uh, I was I was working on partnerships um, with them. Um, I think prior to that, I might have been working at Speedwell Footwear or Modifiers Toys, the the X Concepts. I'm trying to think of the year. I get yeah. just Whatever. you know FD for FD for me began in 04, and that's also concurrently when I started to work for Meguiar's because I my my wife still works for Meguiar's. Dude, I and, totally uh, forgot about that. Yeah, when I first met yeah. you, you worked for Meguiar's. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. All right. So that was that was like 04 to 07 ish. Um, so it, it, it was kind of some overlap there, but um, yeah, I was actually kind of actually yeah. So 02, I left Gumball, was going to work for Rockford Fosgate, moved to Arizona. My wife was going to actually leave McGuire's and work for Barrett Jackson, and then um, and then uh, they offered me a deal, McGuire's, and then Ryan and Jim started. You know, they offered me a gig. I'm, I'm not getting ahead of myself, but O2, oh, yeah. I was driving a sweet Civic, hey. uh, a, cla- a, a classed out spicy. Civic, I think. Yeah. spicy. And, and this, it? no, no, no. Actually, no, no, no. I, I, I no, I, I changed that when I met Stephanie. I was driving a Civic, and then we switched it up to. Like a Volkswagen Jetta wagon, and then I, in, in 03, I actually did get a uh, 03 WX wagon. So nice. I okay. love that car. Nice. That was a good car. So, okay, yeah. you just turned 40, right? So, I guess you were what? That was 16, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like... My quinceanera. <laughs> My quinceanera. Bien provecho, papa. <laughs> so, I'm trying to think of the timeline. This is like, you're like, what, 24 at the time or something like that, right? 23, 24. Yeah, 20, 22, 23, 24, yeah. Okay, because that's funny because that's... Yeah, 24, a, yeah. Yeah, so you weren't much older than Hunter is now. Hunter's just a young little lad going to his first SEMA <laughs> at 20 years old. That ought to be a mess. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, man. And, and yeah, and fast forward, this is my 21st SEMA show. Are you serious? Damn. Wow. Yeah. Holy Damn. Yeah. So you got started early, huh? Yeah, I did. I got I got married at an early age, which was 23 years old. Okay. Um. So got married early. So celebrating. So this will be my so 16. Uh, I met my wife 19 SEMAs ago. So this Damn. 2018, wow. I met my wife 
my now wife 19 seamers ago. So we, we've been married 16 years this past September. So Congratulations. Just, just, yeah. So I, I definitely, thank you. I definitely started That's early, same. but uh, committed to the game and still try to stay young. Yeah. <laughs> Hang with all the whippersnappers. <laughs> I know, man. Like, all right, so I'm like a year behind you. I'm going to be 40 in 2019. And it's just now, like, starting to kind of hit me. Like, I don't feel my, obviously, I don't, you know, act my age. Um, I don't really feel my age, but it's just now, like, late 30s, I'm starting to be like, yeah, oh, you know what it, part of it was? Hunter, me and Hunter were riding the LS Fest, and he said something about his dad being, like, 42 or 43, and I was like, and he was damn, old wait, I picture this as, like, older brother, younger brother, and I'm your damn dad's age, man, yeah, so Holy shit. I, think, I think it's the car industry, though, it keeps you kind of, you know, it keeps you young you know like i I, I totally agree totally agree i mean i just hope like you know lifelong goal i always tell this to mike because mike's always like don't you want to retire one day i'm like retire no i want to be like the old guy in the hawaiian shirt at sema with the long (laughs) ponytail or something i'll work hard enough i never have to do this again in a couple of years (laughs) (laughs) listen if you've got the right job if you've got the right job there's no such thing as work yeah, right. no, I, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, yeah, that 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 hangs that hangs on the wall of many offices with a kitten hanging in there. I get it. Yeah. That, was, that was a great accessory. It was a really yeah. good one. Yeah, hanging well, there. What about you? Yeah. You get to travel like the whole damn world, literally, right? Like, is it still a joyride? Does it ever become? I mean, I know it becomes work when you have kids and a family and stuff that you got to leave. But like, how freaking cool is that? That you get to? Yeah, no, I'm. I'm I mean, it's as it's, it's corny as it sounds, but I'm super blessed just for people believing in me and seeing what's going on with my life. And yeah, dude, the kids. I mean, my sons, my two sons, twelve and four, my two boys, and then um, just traveling. But the the whole juxtaposition of it is is getting to go to Johannesburg, South Africa, or Auckland, New Zealand, or you know Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, Australia. You know all these exotic places, Greece. Um, getting to announce things. So I, I just I bring those those educational pieces home and just making the world smaller and educating them and saying like, yo, check this out, look at this. And that's the that's the gift and the curse of social media. Like I said, oh, I just saw you're in Kauai. Like, oh, that's right. Like, hey, Ryan Turk was just there. He's still Dude, there. Dude, I saw that. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's the gift and the curse. It can either enable or disable you. Yeah, so yeah. for me, you know, my son, you know, I'll put it out there. He has a social, he's, he's got an Instagram account. Um, I don't tag him. He doesn't want me to tag him. You know, not that, <laughs> I, not, not, not that, I, not that I am Ken block you know not that i'm vaughn or or forsberg or turk or you know osbo but um you know uh just there's a responsibility there as far as social media but uh traveling is traveling food uh that's a zest of life man and 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 being exploratory because if you're if you're small town mentality you know you live breathe you know Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, no no yeah. shame to Troy Manners and Squirt over there who's drifting out of Punxsutawney, yeah, yeah. Pennsylvania. But yeah. if that's all you know, that's yeah. all you know, man. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And that's, that's, a, that's a single for mentality, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, and, and okay, so on that subject, the tattoos, right? Like the whole hashtag, I'm a passport or my body's passport or whatever. <laughs> like yeah. you get tattoos all across the world, right? To kind of like yeah. document these trips. Yeah, um, what's the movie Memento, where the guy oh, yeah. himself all over the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> so basically, God, my my yeah hashtag uh, 
my body is a passport. Um, I'm not a passport. My body is. Um, so, you know, I always, you know, every, every, every tattoo is a story. So I, I think it's just fun to, I was telling somebody today, I went to lunch with, um, uh, like my trip to Malaysia probably five years ago, four years ago. Um, it's 24 hours door to door from Phoenix where I live. I live in uh, Gilbert, Arizona, just outside of Phoenix, but yeah. it's 24 hours door to door to get to Malaysia. So, I hit the ground running on a Friday. I can't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday, but hit the ground running, announced qualifying, go eat local, drink local, get tattooed local. Um, next day, I go <laughs> announce the event, and then I get back on the plane that night. I was literally in the air longer than I was on the ground of Malaysia. But Damn. that's just that's, that's just me cramming it in and just trying to you know experience experience it all. You yeah, know, yeah. but the the, the, ta- the tattoos for me is just. Eat local, drink local, get tattooed local. It's just, it really is just a reminder of, you know, I don't, I don't know how long I'm gonna travel for. I mean, announcing for yeah, as long yeah. as I have, and even, even the experiences of growing up street racing in San Diego. I mean, I, I, I don't know, you know, how long I'll remember that. You know, fortunately, my yeah. grandpa just turned 94 years old. Grandma turned 92. Um, that's my mom, my mom's <laughs> side. Yeah, I got, you know, they're, they're H and M. They're cheap. They're 10 bucks, but, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, got, got. Got got some Mexican in me, so you know Mexicans traditionally live a little bit longer. Yeah, nice, nice. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you ever take your family on any of these trips? I do. Um, I got to take my uh, my four year old. I don't think he really cares about England too much right now. So, <laughs> but I did have I did have the opportunity to take my uh, my wife and my oldest son to Goodwood Festival Speed oh, yeah. this year in july so took him to uh good festival speed and then uh we parlayed it into going to switzerland to see some friends so that didn't suck so yeah um the four-year-old yeah he's he's seen some things too but that again dude just the the access to the access that i've been able to bless my kids with dude the things they've seen like yeah i mean yeah i mean i'm you know humble brag they've got to see some wild things yeah and they recognize it do they do they share about it i mean because i i mean at that age do they understand like they probably presented to them yeah Yeah, great great question they do um i think i had a little not a moment but it was just kind of a a, an interesting perspective because my son is just my sons i i I bring up the 12 year old more than the four-year-old but the 12 year old's cognizant of it right yeah yeah. when when he goes to school and he's got social media and he only has has had it recently but um he's he's now in middle school and basically his friends and in his class i took them on their their last uh field trip of the year and he's like hey he's like hey who follows my dad on instagram and like more than half the class follows me. So <laughs> nice. it's like, oh crap. And I only say that because that's just showing showing them my life and and I think he's, you know, uh, he he's he is aware. He is aware yeah. that he lives a very unique life. And and I travel, awesome. you know, over 100,000 miles a year, but it, it's it's that you know, I said that at the Formula Drift banquet about that level of compromise for the experience and there's, you know, there's places I'd rather be than at an FD event and it's predominantly at my son's soccer game or yeah. at this thing or that. But those are those are those sacrifices. Those are compromises. Compromises. You can't duplicate yourself. You get to yeah. do a lot of that stuff, right? Just because you don't have a structured, you know, nine to five type of schedule. So, I mean, you know, if it's anything like me, I get super bummed out because I got to be at SEMA during Halloween. I love going to SEMA, but it's like, ah, oh, 
I've got a four and a half year old. These are like the prime years and I'm missing this. But on the flip side, it's like, but I get to be there for like everything. I get to be there for so much that a lot of yeah. you know, dads yeah. probably don't, you know? Um, so yeah. yeah, you know, it's whatever. What is, what, your your son's name is Parker, right? Parker Jet or something? Yep. What's yeah, I got what? Parker Jet. What does he want to do? Does he want to follow in dad's footsteps or does he want to be like a skateboarder or what? Uh, great question. And he's watching this now. <laughs> well, I've seen yeah, right. him do some like skate schools or something, huh? Mm-hmm. Didn't he go into yeah. like a summer camp or something? Yeah, he's been to Woodward. Uh, okay. which right. is, uh, Woodward's the, the you know, obviously yeah. the action sports camp. Yeah, so yeah. They, have, they have Woodward West and Woodward East. Um, so he's he's done Woodward West in uh, uh, in California. So he did, he was in a BMX for a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. Not you know just just you know my our homie Coco Zarita. He got him linked up, and I'm friends with Chad Kagey and a bunch of riders. And um, so uh, he's really into soccer. So oh, yeah. you know it's yeah. And then and then my my little one's a crusher in soccer too because he learned from his uh, learned from his older brother. Right. So yeah. you know as far as aspirations and seeing what I do, I think you definitely you know my kids definitely have an affinity for for what i do but that's all they know i yeah. mean literally I've, I've been announcing their their whole life so what's funny is um I, I got a message on facebook the other day about hey man like are you coming i can't remember where it was from might have been from new zealand or um australia i can't remember what country it was and uh he had a co- he's like can you sign my copy of need for speed pro street and i said oh, yeah man shit. right on i said do i need to bring you a copy or <laughs> you know, no, I, I have one said, well right. played sir <laughs> Yeah, so because I don't know if you guys know, but I, I was the voice of Big J in uh-huh. Need for Speed Pro Street. So yeah, for all right. the, for all the kids out there, or whatever you know, Ryan Cooper's been killing it all day. Like that's, you know, that's uh, yes. where you do the oh drag racing and all that stuff. The and green two forty. My oldest was yeah. There you go, the green two forty. And um, and uh, my my oldest, he was he was like two or three, and we we're in this. I did like forty plus hours of voiceover for that game, and. uh yeah, it's 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 funny because people recognize that. So, again, yeah. it just the, the the uniqueness of it, it's 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 all ours, you know. And and you know, I'm crazy, and my wife, you know, she 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 knows I'm crazy, and I yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's it's bananas. <laughs> if I, if I told you as my long schedule, as it's consistently crazy, that's okay, right? It's, yeah. it's, you can't just be bouncing around from saying to crazy. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, is she still working the car industry? Yep. Yeah, my wife. Uh, she oh. works at McGuire's Car Care Products. Oh, does she get to go to SEMA too, or no? She'll be at SEMA. Really? So, yeah, my, my wife will be at SEMA. So it's our it's That's our kick-ass. anniversary of our rendezvous. So That's awesome, man! And another, another fun, cool, quirky story I'll tell you is actually the first song we ever danced to was at Club Rio, and it was the uh, the what was it the Knights? What was the night? What was the name of the band, babe? Boogie Nights with a K, like like. Nights okay. Armor. Right. So boogie nights. Um, so the first song we danced to was September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Right. So the first line of the song is, "Do you remember the twenty first of September?" Yeah. Well, actually, the, the the year that I proposed to my wife, we eventually got married on the twenty first of September. Yeah. So, man. Yeah. Yes. What is that? That's yeah. the equinox. So, That's cool. That's right. perfect, man. So you never know. forget. You'll never get in trouble for not remembering. <laughs> and and, and we we're talking about tattoos earlier, so you never, you know, there's a there's a there's a jinx on you. It's a it's a bad omen to get your wife's name tattooed. I have, I have symbology all over my body of, of different anniversaries and materials. Like wood is fiber material, steel is eleven, tin is ten, and I have a bunch of symbology. But nowhere on my body does it say Stephanie. I do have my kid's name because, you know, 
you can choose your wife. You can't choose yeah, your kids. Your kids choose you. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. You, like you said, I will never forget that. But that's a tattoo I will never get. Is my wife? Yes. Name. <laughs> Sorry, if any of you do. <laughs> so okay, yeah. another tattoo question. Because I was when I was in Kauai, I got in a conversation with a guy, a bunch of tattoos. Uh, yeah. What age did you get your first tattoo, and what age do you recommend people getting like <laughs> tattoos? It's funny because I was talking to him, and he's like, "How old are you?" And I was like, "39." He goes, "You're ready." You know, he was like, he was like, I would never, you know, in my twenties, never again. He's like, but once you start getting in your thirties or later thirties, go for it. And I was like, okay, yeah, because I really want to find the Nemo sleeve. <laughs> like, I would, I would say like twenty five is a good, good year yeah. to get get tattooed, just because you're beyond all the pop culture references, and, and yeah. you know, it's it, it's just you're you're you know, if I would have got tattooed earlier, I would get. You know, Spreedel and Chim Chim from Speed Racer. Yeah. You know, I would have gotten a dumb tattoo like that. But my first tattoo was, uh, I think, I think I was 25 or so. Okay. Um, yeah, doing the math. Yeah, about 20, 26, 20, 26, 27, maybe even. And um, it was actually symbology of my wife and I. It says good fortune in, inside my right arm. And uh, just when Stephanie and I got married, uh, our wedding favors were a fortune cookie, and I liked Asian culture, and I didn't believe in Christ at the time. Now I'm a believer in Christ, but um, I don't believe in luck. I believe in fortune. There's a path that you choose. Right. So uh, as far as fortune cookie, horseshoe, and uh, I can't even remember what else. Oh, dice. Or no, that's on the other side. Because I got the tattoo. I'm like, I'm going to get bad luck over here. Well, everything, you know, S hit the fan. Just, it just blew up. So I'm like, well, I'm getting this. I'll, I'll, get, good for, I'll get bad luck. It's my wife's like, all right, just pump the brakes. And then everything got really bad. Cars breaking, phones breaking. Like, grandma Shit. falls down. So I got bad luck over here on my left arm. But, so I think like 20, I think 25, 26, 27, somewhere around there. But now, again, my body is a wonderland, not a passport. <laughs> John, John John Mayer had a song about me. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm, just, I'm glad the I didn't. Acoustic set. Yeah. Just yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't do it in my early 20s because I would no mm. doubt have like a Japanese Mitsubishi kanji or something. Diamond. <laughs> Honorable Diamond Star. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Uh, if I, only, we... I only see two dreads of your face. We need to slide over there. Oh, really? There Am I go. not in? Okay. There we go. Um, there we go. <laughs> all right. So if we back up again, apparently you must have been like bros with Ryan Sage and the Formula D guys as it was happening, right? Like. Yeah. And yep. and yeah. I... Sorry, go ahead. Go, no, you go. I mean, yeah, whatever. Fill in the blanks. I remember you telling me kind of before that they were just kind of like, hey you personable and you got some charisma you want to announce or something and you were like oh, okay and and yeah, that, was yeah. that it or i mean did you have like dreams of this did you study it or was it all on the job training like i'm fascinated dude like i listen in atlanta and the way like the way you handle the crowd is it's really I, i'm envious of it you know what i mean like especially when it's like a a, a controversial one more time or something and like i would be <laughs> yes. like freaking out and running away and you're just like settle down like you know what i mean like you've just you've got a real rhythm and it seems like you always have i mean I, you know i've been going since oh five um yeah and and you know it seems like you've just always been naturally good at it so anyway yeah how did it happen how did it officially become a thing well thank you for the compliments first and foremost and yeah uh ryan sage and jim lau for those that don't know are co-founders of formula drift okay and uh my my history with ryan sage and jim lau goes back to import drag racing days um ryan sage was uh i believe his idrc was the sanctioning body because at the time back in the day when 
when y'all were just a glimmer in your parents' eyes, you young bucks out there. We were racing <laughs> Hondas and, and Nissans and Mitsubishi. Yeah. We were drag racing them. You know, there is a replacement for displacement, turbo and nitrous. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yep. so um, Jim, Jim was uh, president of, I, I want to say, I don't think it was Naira. I don't think it was, yeah, anyways. And then Ryan and Jim came into the fold with Port Knights. They used to work at Vision Entertainment. And uh, I met them that way. And, and basically Ryan and I hit it off really well when I was working at Speedwell Footwear and uh, they created Slipstream Global and they were doing yeah. some events with Mazda and uh, they had this kind of concept of bringing D1 and I was kind of like wow what is this drifting thing and I remember going to drift show off at, uh, at Irwindale Speedway and um, that was Ken Miyoshi who had import show off at the time so there was when drifting really blew up was was the right time because import drag racing just imploded itself it right. just got it got really um uh, carnivorous and everybody just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just everybody everybody just yeah. kind of ate each other and it sounds really like a I mean, great timing it's it's around Halloween but um so uh but with drifting Ryan says hey you're very charismatic why don't you try it so fast forward to 2004 or back for back, you know go back rewind 2004 um he says let's go and I just like the drivers the progression of my announcing has progressed right yeah. um and it's 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 on the job training, man. I've never had any formal training. I don't know if I'm I'm, I'm proud to say that or whatnot, but this no, is yeah, all I feel just that. in my own head, man. Yeah, no. All, I, Listen, I'm that's full, the best I, way know, to learn. Yeah, and and sometimes you know, school hard knocks. I dropped out of I dropped out of junior college because I had my hooked up Civic back in the day. I didn't, I didn't want to get a door dinged. So <laughs> you know, and, I, and, I, and, I, and again, I, I just I fast forward <laughs> to now and the things I've seen and what I've experienced and you know it's not who you know it's how well you know them and I'm, I'm you know even just having a conversation with you guys and just telling people my story because you know just being the announcer and my my part of whatever DNA I'm part of as far as if it's you know drifting or tuner culture or even you know if it's gumball or toys I mean some of you young young kids played with those modifiers toys I was authenticity yeah, yeah. consultant on the on those toys I chose all the colors and the things and the companies to work with and just all those little facets of, of my life which have just contributed so many others and um, I, I'm stoked so you know making up as I go along and and could I learn more by by maybe talking to a to, to professional announcer? I don't know. I mean, I just kind of you know I, I I admire those people like like my homeboy Sal Masakela. You know, he he kind of did kind of the same route that that I've done, and look at him, and he's done some great things. And I think we can all admire somebody like Anthony Bourdain, who's from the streets, who speaks eloquently, right. but at the same time has a rough side to him and has a history yeah. and she has wrinkles. Um, yeah. So there's there's all that. You know, I I don't want to. I don't want to act young. I just want to be young at heart. So with with where I'm at, just the equity. You can't you can't duplicate equity. So where I'm at with 15 years of announcing Formula Drift or announcing and doing all these different events, I'm I'm always very thankful and uh, and appreciative of Ryan's agent Jim Lau for giving me the opportunity. But somebody else is like Rodney Wills, you know, when I or Ben Ma who owned Group Five back in the day when I went to Tokyo Auto Salon in 1999 and went to Tomei and went to June Auto Machine. All these things are just contributing to to my life and 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 all my. Yeah, all my so past. you were in it. You were in it <laughs> oh, in '99. Uh, like in '99, I was a, a street racing <clears throat> punk, but like you know, I was I was whatever a college kid, and we were all into cars. <clears throat> and our apartment complex literally looked like you know Fast and Furious, <laughs> but not as cool. And uh, that's how I met Mike. Actually, uh, whatever. Yeah, now I'm, I'm telling stories, but I'm gonna tell it. Is like um, 
you know, we went to this little meetup or whatever. I went to University of Georgia, and uh, he grew up in Athens. So we were in college. You know, he was in high school. In my mind, we had all the badass cars. We were the college kids. We were spending <laughs> copious amounts of credit card debt to get cool parts and stuff like that. And um, and so we'd so show nice. up. He had a yeah. He had an Eclipse Turbo. I had an Eclipse Turbo. So we oh, kind of got bros to, for life, dude. Dude, yeah. And then uh, where's it, the other star? Where's the where's the where's the other where's the other right, like, little right, right. <laughs> But yeah, he started coming over, and, and you know, when you're a college kid, you're just like, hey, you want to be here? You know, I didn't realize he's like what 18, 17 or something like that. Yeah, I was like seventeen. And we start sneaking him into bars and just you know kicking down the back door so he can get him. So anyway, we like hang out. Then after college. I'm doing car stereos, I'm floundering, I don't want to get a desk job, you know, like my friends were starting to get, they were like clicking off one after the other, you know, like selling staplers for a living or something like that, and I was like, man, I don't want to do that, but I was obviously getting pressure, because uh, I've been graduated, and then I found the job with S3 Magazine um, online, and I went to SEMA 05 to bump into the guy, because it was right this time of year, and he was like, I'm going out of town, can you hear me all right? No, no, you're good. Okay, Um, he was like... Uh, or, you know, he was like, we're going out of town, we're going to SEMA, um, we'll talk when we get back. And I was like, man, I can't let this fall in the cracks. You know, away, my, yeah. my mom worked for Delta, my dad worked in the automotive industry, so I was there, you know, and, and uh, I got a pass and, uh, and bumped into him. And then, you know, one thing led to another, I ended up getting the job. And then one thing led to another again, and six weeks later, I got laid off, right? And, and it was like... <laughs> I am not going back to my damn manager because he will never let me live this down. I've had a taste of like my dream job. Everybody said I should write about cars because that was like the two things I was decent at, you know? And, uh, and so I was bugging him and bugging him to give us a chance. Not, he was selling it. The story is, I don't know if it's true, that he was selling it to a company in California, right? And I was like, can I move there? And he was like, no, because they're buying it to kill it. And I was like, can you not sell it for like six months? <laughs> you know, and he was like, no, we're selling it. They had another magazine that was doing well. He was yeah. like, we're selling mm -hmm. it, but it's our firstborn. We don't want to see it die. We'll sell it to you. We thought about it. We'll sell it to you and the designer. And we're like, we're in. You know, so we're like, we're selling cars, calling grandma, whatever we got to do. And at that <laughs> point, Mike, who I hadn't talked to in at least a year or two, calls yeah. me up and says, dude, I heard you bought a magazine. And I was like, yeah, and we're, gonna, we're never going to make the first issue if we don't start selling ads. He goes, I'll try. I'll be an intern. And I was like, okay, yeah. and I'll be damned because he was 20 at the time. And, and I guess it's your deep manly voice or something, Mike, but like he was able <laughs> to, you know, at least when we bought the magazine, we had some advertisers, right? We had like contacts. We would have never been able yeah. to do it without it. So we were able to keep it kind of afloat. And it's ironic because drifting saved our ass. Like, you know, because this was, okay, so I got hired in December 06. By February or March, of, oh, I'm sorry, December 05. By February or March of 06, I was owning the magazine. So it was like wild. Every day we were going out of business. It was a mess. And then really by like, Oh, the end of 06, 07, Drifting saved our ass because every tire company yeah. wanted to be in any import type of magazine. Oh, you know man. what I mean? And so, yep. and we were, we were, you know, Joey was living in Atlanta, Joey Redmond. And so yeah. um, he was helping us out. And he was, you know, already getting connected and drifting. We were doing a lot of drift content. I don't know if you remember, we were interviewing drivers and we were interviewed you oh, at yeah. one point. And all that's that. great. And, uh, and yeah, so that's kind of where it all started. Drifting kind of, kind of, Drifting and Scion is why... S3 is still here today. Sure. All right, Pete. All right, for several Pete. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 2008, yeah, well, the economy crashed, and we're like, oh, God, this is it. We're done. And somehow, <laughs> because we only knew hard times, we 
just kept living, <laughs> you know, and that, yeah. and that was that. No, the, but the but the lean living makes you stronger, and all the all yeah. the you know all the entrepreneurs and all the cool little sixty second quips from Gary V or this person or that person. Yeah. And, you know, you just, you just, you know all all the times you look at it, as as long as you're you know, living right and you're not living above your means, you can, you can make it through. I mean, I've, I've definitely struggled, you know, my wife and I in 08, that was a really hard year. I mean, yeah. I'm considering working at Home Depot, but Home Depot isn't hiring, you know, like all those things, you know, but, but, you know, and if I could, now I'm looking at it like, how do I work smarter, not harder to not miss my kids' experiences, yeah. you know, yeah. but how do I take them along? I mean, there's, you know, you, you take all those aspects of different people's lives. If it is, you know, our boy Rutledge or Joey or, you know, again, your Ryan Sage and Jim Lau. And, you know, you take all the elements of different people and, and how how do you apply those to your life and bring them together and just create this cohesive, you know, quilt that is your life. Yeah. So it's a it's it's that's life. I mean, that's life in general is, you know, kind of analogous as it is. But uh, it, it's it's cool to see what you guys are doing because you guys are banging away. And I guess you know, flipping the script on you guys, how do you how do you consider yourselves in the S three? How does S three find themselves in the landscape of media right now? Yeah, I mean, we're having we're, you know, we're, you, you, <laughs> we're we're doing this. You got these young bucks showing you what's yeah. going on, and you know, you just came back from Kauai and you're experiencing fatherhood <laughs> and and being a husband and. You know, being fat and going skinny and growing dreads and wearing flip flops and and yeah. sales and you know, I mean, it's 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 a it's a very unique landscape right now. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I guess it's to, a to, to, time to, for media for sure. Oh yeah, yeah media. Amazing. I mean, it's it's ironic because you know these guys Jesse and Hunter come to us for internships, and we end up learning as much from them as they're learning from us. Just I mean, like right. I learned. It's funny because Hunter's twenty. How old are you, Jesse? You like twenty eight or something like that? 29, 29. 29. Like, so it's it's just crazy. For somebody like me who I don't really, I'm not an internet guy. I'm not like a tech <laughs> guy. I don't, you know, I don't listen to podcasts. I don't really go on YouTube unless it's reggae videos, right? Like, you he know, still so looks like, at the yellow pages that gets dropped off at his Yeah, I still just call to order my pizza. I don't do it, you know. Like, I, I'm a simple guy. But it's so crazy to see how somebody like Hunter, like, you know, just he lives his life differently, man. It's it's on a phone. He is totally comfortable on a camera. I'm not. I hate the sound of my voice. You know, there's just so many things that, like, that, you know, like, every time I listen to myself, I'm like, dude, I am Tom from Blake, but not as cool. Like, he pulled it off, you know? But, um, what's that? Go ahead. Speaking of hating the sound of your voice, I mean, that's everybody's first thing that they talk about is, man, I don't ever want to be on a camera. I don't ever want to be recorded because I hate the sound of my voice. I mean, like the conclusion that it's psychologically messy. Hey, I can't hear Say that again. And that's, and that's, co that's coincidental, ironic. <laughs> <You> broke up. <laughs> Say that again. You got all muffled up. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I find it weird. How do you, Jared, do you ever get embarrassed when – clips are played back or, or or you hear yourself or see yourself previously because you're constantly on a camera you're constantly talking it whether it be formula Dre or you're or you're filming you know for a show or for an advertisement do right. that ever get to you or is it just so repetitive now that you're just like ah whatever like for yeah the I, 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 I I have I have no problem with it I, I, I really don't I have I was you know, everybody asks about my formal training. I would just say I was the kid that read aloud in class. I could read oh, really God. quickly. Yes. So I was, yes. I was the kid that just rose my hand every time. Dude. And, uh, and I was the dude, and I would just always read. 
I was the dude that worried about it for like three weeks while everybody else went. It was like, oh God, oh God, like next Tuesday, I'm going to have to go. Yeah, I was that dude. Public speaking was not my thing. So like it wasn't even, even in the beginning, like 04, it wasn't a big deal. You didn't walk out there and go, holy crap, there's a lot of people here. I'm kind of like. No, because I think it was scale. So cool. You know, scale, scale is the buzzword, right? So yeah. we're all yeah. scaling. So yeah, um, yeah Hunter, I mean, I, I wasn't, I was, I was never really, I never really had the, the emotions of that because prior you know in 04 we didn't have social media it wasn't as it wasn't as big brother it was yeah, it, yeah. Was, it wasn't it wasn't as you know aim was still alive you know yeah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes um yeah hunter's like what's name <laughs> <laughs> so uh well, well after i answer this i'm gonna i'm gonna ask the question of, of the young or the older fellows here um because i actually I, i'm trying to recall but um yeah, I, there's you just have to be comfortable in your own skin, man. And and obviously, like you know, people have seen me fat and skinny. I've ridden I've ridden bikes. I remember when when Wooly was like, "Hey, how how how'd you lose some weight?" I'm like, oh, "I was cycling a lot, and yeah. I just drink way too much freaking beer and traveling too much." But um, uh, so you just gotta you just gotta own it, man. You just gotta own it. I know I'm loved. I know I'm loved by my kids, and you know sometimes I'll, I'll let them down, but sometimes I'll lift them up, and it's it's just this roller coaster of life, dude. And 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 all I can say is that the darkness just makes the colors that much more vivid. You know, just, you, 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 you need, huh. you need the black, you need the black in order to see the color. Dude. And it just bring, it brings out, brings it out so much brighter. You I've always have, said, you like, might have you... just fixed my problem just by saying, I know I'm loved. <laughs> I know I'm loved by my kids. That's the thing. Like I'll get, you know, kind of like that public speaking anxiety. I'm a writer. I like to be able to, you know, I say it here, I look at it, I make sure I like it, you know, like talking live stresses me out. It gives me anxiety because it's like, man, what if I say something dumb? I always say that. that my whole life is me saying dumb stuff. And I think you just said it right, dude. Like as long as, you know what, you're loved, you got, you know, you're loved by your friends, you're loved by your family, like your little girl, like screw it, who cares, right? And yeah, that yeah. kind of just makes all the anxiety, just whatever, shut off. Yeah. It subsides. Yeah. Thank you. Keep man. talking that shit. Keep talking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was gonna ask with the older cats is what was your aim handle? Because you know aims are aims are dead. Oh, I think mine was like carbon GST or something. <laughs> it's, okay. It's always <laughs> car related. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mine was car related. It was, it was <laughs> Eclipse something. <laughs> shit, I don't remember. Listen, so it's been the same username that I put for, like, every email address since then. <laughs> so, like, my AOL email address, my Yahoo, my AIM, like, everything has been the same since, like, 2006. So you don't want to share. Just because it's still relevant. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah and yeah. then Hunter's like, what the hell is AIM? <laughs> yeah. Han, Han, Han Cholo. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Listen, aim was the shit. Listen, when that sound came on, when somebody hit you back up, yeah, that was a, that was a little simple. Right, hot. Yeah, yeah, right. I can't remember the sound right now. Yeah, we'll find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah man, no, it's crazy. Mine was W. Mine was WRX J Rod. So, okay, yeah, it was car related. It was always okay. car related. Okay. Well, you know, like we've got all the not all the subscribers, but most of our subscribers mm -hmm. have we have their email address, and it's always the same stuff. It's always like that, you know, like it's it's yeah, something some, about a car. Yeah, which is good. I can't read their, of cars. Yeah, I can't read half their damn handwriting and stuff from the events, but I can always tell. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what that says. It says WRX <laughs> yeah. something. But so, um, what somebody said something. Who was that? Talked a lot about about drifting and and the history of of Jared Deanda. What about you personally? So follow like I'm I'm a follower 
of you on Instagram, and I'm sure a lot of the people that are watching have probably follow you on Instagram, and you can tell uh, a couple of things. You see a lot of loving is easy. You see a lot of beer. (laughs) You see your two boys. You see a little bit of Greta Van Fleet. Like, fill us in. What's your free time like when you're home, when you're not traveling, when you don't have contractual commitments? What who is Jared Deanda? Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Um, you know, if if I if I had all the money in the world, I'd be hanging with my kids and uh, taking them to soccer games and whatever fills their cup and allows them an opportunity to do what they love. Uh, I'm with that. Um, you know, and and if my if we could afford for my wife not to work, um, traveling would definitely be the the deal. Um, I guess that's that's you know monetarily binding. But if on a, on a normal day-to-day basis, and if I'm home, you know, um, I'll wake up, I take the kids to school, which you've seen before, and I'll crank the latest jam, and I'm definitely <laughs> like, I'll beat in a, I'll beat in a song till it's dead. Uh, my son's Papa Roach, Papa Roach. of a particular, yeah, Papa Roach. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Papa Roach. Roach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. It's just, it's just a, a '90s buzz song. Um, I, yeah. I had it um, on my Napster. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Napster. All right, yeah, Napster. Yeah, yeah. Take the kids to school. Go to the gym. Uh, catch. I, I'm. I'm. If if you follow me on social media or you don't, all I can tell you is I'm very reactionary. I don't have a very calculated concept of social media. It's very much. You know, I think about it as of recent. Um, you know, I'm putting up more personal photos of of people and things and experiences as opposed to carbon fiber intakes and dope te 37s and cool 1552 wheels or this i mean that's part (laughs) of my fabric but it doesn't define me you know my kids and my my life and and you know if like i am you know i mean again i'm going to johannesburg i I flip her i come home i go back to auckland i'm hanging with matt i'd rather take photos of mad mike and with his kids and his wife and going here and going there i love the cars but that just that's I, i i i want I want people to live more. I mean, you know, when it when it when it comes down, I, social media can be a meet. Okay, let me stop right there. I almost said something. <laughs> it's it's like I'm having more fun than you, yeah. right? Where it's like I have yeah, more fun yeah. than you. I would ideally like it to be about like I want you to be motivated by what I'm doing and how I've lived my life. So this interview yeah. yes. and taking the time for you guys to spend some time with me and share a drink, whatever it might be, sangria, water. Chai tea. I don't know what you're drinking, Wooly. Free sun, but... Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, I, I want it to be more. Um, I, you know, I, the buzzword is inspirational, but I would just, I would just say, kind of, just you know, take a look at your own deal and, and don't look at me because yeah, you know, you get stuck there on your phone and doing this, and but I, I just, I, I want it. To, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm Dude. kind of in a tangent here, but that's that's where I'm at. I'm more reactionary. But my daily life is is fairly simple, yeah. um, and 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 where I live, people don't like. I don't get recognized or anything like that. It's not like that. Um, I, I know Vaughn. You know, he doesn't get recognized. Forsberg doesn't get recognized. Right, you know, in right. the drifting community, you know, yeah. people don't really get recognized mm-hmm. that too often, unless they're going to the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach or they're right, going, right. you know, within that little circle. Yeah. Right, right. Um, you know, I it's mean, it's really the perfect a... level of fame, man. Because you're, you know, like you're you're known in your circle, which is what I always said yeah. since I was in high school. Yeah. That's all I wanted to be. Like I just wanted to be known in like, you know, my my little whatever, my little circle, you know, and and uh, yeah. 
That's I just it. want my hood to love me. You know? But dude, it's so crazy because I feel the same way. I've talked to Mike about that before. The social media thing, it bothers me, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I overthink it. And a lot of those photos you were probably seeing of Hawaii was my wife tagging me because I get, <laughs> I get like, I overthink it, you know, because I know that people are going through different things, man. And, and you know, like something as simple as taking a picture of a nice dinner that you and your wife or your girlfriend or whatever are going to might hit somebody at the wrong time. Maybe they don't have freaking any money, right? Maybe like, you know, their wife is seeing that post and now you're in a fight because she's like, you don't take me to dinner. And it's like, I, you know, it's just, it, it, there's so many levels, yeah. man. And we're seeing it obviously yeah. affect society in a lot of ways, but yeah, that's why I tried to kind of be low key about Hawaii and a lot of things like that. Like, I mean, I got all 9-11, how many pictures of it do you see? Cause I'm not like, right. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to create an Instagram account around it. I, I love the car. I grew up in the backseat of an old 911, and I right. got lucky and got one before the bubble, you know? And so, like, but but you never know. You know what I mean? Like, you never know who's losing their car at the same time as you're posting a 911. You know what I mean? Right? I remember, yeah, I remember, I remember early on in social media, I'll be, you know, completely honest. I remember, um, you know, I worked at TMR Magazine. I don't know if you guys remember I, Toy yeah, Machine Racing I, yeah, Magazine, yeah, yeah. so... That's that's Rodney Wills. That's why I referenced that. And I knew Andy Williamson just from afar, and oh, I met him man. at SEMA and this and that. And yeah. Andy, this and the other thing. And and um, one of my one of my most humbling things is just like it's like a 08, 07 or whatever. I can't remember the year exactly. It was early on social media. I can't remember if it was Facebook or whatever. But Andy Andy got his Porsche, and it was sick. Yeah. And uh, and you know and and I know he's a believer in Christ and this whole deal. And I just I called him. I said, man. I'm really self like I'm 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 feeling this like envy mm-hmm. of you right now, mm-hmm. and I just want yeah. to tell you how envious I'm feeling of you. And and it's mm-hmm. and it's it, you know it's not you know it, it's not monopoly right. But I was just like I'm really envious of you right now, and I, I wanted to share that with you because that's what I feel compelled to do. And I'm not I'm not bummed by it. I'm not this. I'm just telling you this to just get you up to. And it was like it just gave. It, if, between him and I and whoever's listening now, it's just that sense of like, uh, well, don't yeah. wear like a bad suit. Just be honest with yourself and be honest with those that people. And you never know that that honesty from him could be like, you know how much I've worked for that? Or, you know what? Like you said, I beat the bubble or this or that. Or, you know what? I'm faking the funk. That's a borrowed car. Like, you didn't say any of that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just perception is not reality. Yep. You know, and, 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 and again, that goes back to social media. We're, again, enabled or disabled. And there's an opportunity every day for you to have that honest conversation. I've had honest conversations with my kids, with my wife, with, you know, fellow employees, with peers. And again, where I'm at and, and, and what I'm doing in my life, I know there's there's more and I know it could all go away. And, and, yeah. and you know, but I'm, I'm thankful for, you know, here's my ethos is be honest. Never have to think a day in your life. Be humble because I'm part of the equation. I don't like the term self-made because right. even if you're selling artwork, you'd ideally like to sell it unless you're just scrumming along, right? And then under-promise, over-deliver, that's something I learned when I worked at Enterprise Rent-A-Car during 9-11, getting my tie stuck in, a, in in vacuums, cleaning them up, you know, had to shave every day. <laughs> and last one is last one is do you because you do you better than anybody else does you. Ooh, and yeah, that's, like and that's that something that I've kind of applied and there's some overlap there and that's that's not – so much a biblical thing but that's just my ethos of what i try to teach my kids and and what i hope people that i surround myself with understand about me and and you know i i've you know sometimes i preach and i talk a whole lot but you know i know i'm constantly being criticized on what i do but at the same time i know that there's people that don't tell me what i'm doing 
or I don't hear that. And I, I just got to be comfortable in my own skin. My wife and I had a conversation today, and I need to be content in my own skin because I am self-employed, contingent on those people that hire me. But it's just that level of awareness, man. And I, I just I, I hope that anybody who hears this conversation between you and us and whoever else is listening, um, they're like, right on. Jared's a good guy or heck yeah, I want to do that. I want your job. And I've had that before. Right. But there's tact in doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, there's some people that have not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So, okay, I, just whatever. I, you know, I know the rule of thumb is never to talk religion, but how old were you when you got saved? Uh, I, uh, my wife and I, it was actually our, actually my oldest son, uh, he, he was, I'm trying to think of the year. Um, so it's not, not tatted on you? 11, 11 years old. So he was like one. And, uh, I remember okay. there, there were these flyers. They did really good marketing. They're like, dude, come down to the church. It's sick. They had monster trucks. They had freestyle <laughs> motocross. You got monster like, this is pretty sick. This yeah. is a metal church. Like, yeah. And, uh, it was, it was cool, man. And we, and we found it to be home, you know, and, and it was right. just cool. And, uh, and I, I love, uh, I love that level of humility. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the level of humility and application of, of, of the book and, what Jesus Christ and, and our Lord and Savior has done. And, uh, and it's, it's cool. So it's, it's, for me, it's relatable, you know, and, and I think we're all guilty of putting God in a box of just putting them on a shelf when things are oh, going yeah. great, but when things are going down, you lean on them. But you yeah, know, there's yeah. those great times that, uh, that you're like, dang, it's pretty, it's pretty lit fam. <laughs> you know, uh, that, that, I, I'm, not, I'm not 40 years old. <laughs> I know what the kids are saying these days. They're dabbing, right? They're, they're dabbing. <laughs> I think it was last year. I'm this not, is I'm not what sure. we tag your kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, my son, my son's sitting right next to me. <laughs> oh, what's up, dude? Uh, there he is. What's up, dude? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That was dabbing because I'm sweating out here. <laughs> That's funny because I about just pulled an old man move too when I saw him and I was going to say I saw you when you were like two years old one time at a nopey trip you know or whatever and then I realized damn I sound like a grandpa yeah um, I remember when you were when you were knee high yeah 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 um okay I know you got a, a pretty wicked tundra any like little ricer cars any projects Nah, nah, man. Um, announcing's you... a lot cheaper than a, being a car owner. I mean, again, the 911 thing. I grew up in the back of 911s as well, or a yeah. three series. And um, honestly, like, I just love a cool EK project, man. EK was my second car. I can't say it was my first car, but yeah. my first car was a 1976 Chrysler Cordoba, massive thing, embarrassing because it wouldn't start after school. But um, I just love a cool H badge. I mean, I grew up a Honda dude um, in San Diego, and yeah. uh, and you know, I grew up. Driving my homie's car, Kane Gale was on the cover of TMR, the drag turbo kit, GSR, and um, no projects, man. No projects. Just yeah. my, again, my, my body. My body is my project. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> either, uh, either the equity equity of good beer in my tummy, good food, <laughs> tattoos. Yes. You know? Man, yeah. yeah. I need to take a note from that. Yeah, because I still got a CRX <laughs> that I can't sell, man. I just that's you know. right. You do. I forgot about that I, thing it, it, with the with the LED light. It. Hell yeah. yeah, man! That thing is obnoxious as hell. But I love it. You know, I love it. And every time I go, I'm like, I got to get rid of this thing. I'm gonna get it running, and then I get it running, and I go drive it, and I'm like, nah, this, this uh, is, it's like my tattoo, man. It's here for life. Yeah. I'm stuck with this thing. Totally. But yeah, no, I love it. 
Um, just keep watching the new CRX video we just put out. Just keep running that on Rewind. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Hondas are weird, though, because, like, you know, we all grew up Honda kids of some sort, even if you had a Mitsubishi or a Nissan or whatever, you're a Honda kid, right? And then you grow up, you get a job, maybe a family, you start kind of trying to move up that, you know, the, the hierarchy, you end up with, like, a BMW. All that's cool. All those are great cars. But, like, I feel like our generation, you're going to come back to a Honda eventually, right? Because, like, one, they're cheap as hell. Two, like, there's just no other experience like that. You know what I mean? Like, there are better cars, no doubt. But there's no experience like a freaking Honda with a little wing mirror just rattling down every time VTEC's right. on. It's freaking awesome, man. I love it. I would, I, I would say what's funny about now and, you know, like Hunter's whole deal and, and, and where we're at is we actually lived in a digital age, but it just wasn't shared amongst many people. We played Tony Hawk Pro skate, Skateboarder right next to Gran Turismo. Yes. So that's why Drift Kids got developed. Right. You know, we, were, we were skateboarding, we were BMXing, but we had aspirations of driving those cars, yeah. right? So the Gran Turismo effect happened. So these, un, these, you know, these cars that are completely intangible, we can't get them, which is your WRX, your Mitsubishi Evo, your GTRs, and then you put a, v, you put a Viper engine in your Civic to see what it do, and it just go, ah, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, that happened yeah. um, for, for, for those in that right <clears throat> window. Yeah. Um, but now... You know, kids are playing Fortnite. They're playing these amazing, uh, you know, driving simulators. You know, if it is Forza, if it's Gran Turismo, you know, if it's, you know, what are the other ones right now? Um, Need for Speed. Um, there's just, there's, there's so, there's, there's, there's just so much noise out there right now. There's so much noise. But yeah, Honda, Honda has, I think, a special place in everybody's heart. Either they love them or they. Damn, hate them. The VTEC kicks <laughs> in, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah that's, that's what makes them great, man. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. No, I'm trying to think of what else, man. What would I ask? What's your favorite event? Favorite Formula D event? Uh, Atlanta. Yeah? Are you just saying that because we're we're Atlanta native? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that because there's a special place in my heart. I've seen it grow up. I remember when Atlanta was knee high. Mm -hmm. Now it's growing up. It's 15 years old. You know what I mean? It's it's an amazing track. It's seen some amazing events from Petit Le Mans to, you know, Moto, you know, uh, Moto, two-wheel, to obviously FD and paving, you know, paving the horseshoe and that that whole deal. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, being to Abu Dhabi and and drifting at uh, at in in you know at Abu Dhabi F1 track. I mean, I, I've I've seen some amazing things, man, and and I, I don't take it for granted at all. It's uh it's it's been a wild ride, and I and I just I can't wait to see what what comes next. It's yeah. it's pretty. Well, that's what I was gonna ask. I don't know what you're you know can speak on or whatnot, but like, what comes next for drifting? You know, like what what's the What's the dream, the pipe dream for everybody? I think I think drifting is in a is in a really good place, and and for like I said, being here in in my neighborhood or in my region, people are like you know I call it airplane talk. So fortunately, I get upgraded a lot for for my for my for my. So I'll speak or I'll sit next to you know well-to-do folks, right? And I'll have conversations with these VPs of these companies or CFOs, and and I'll you know cool what are you doing and i tattooed i you know my tore up jeans and this and that and you know it's it's in it's in fashion right now yeah and uh <laughs> oh great great that's excellent little bob nice no but but <laughs> I, I i i say that because um 
I'll say like, oh, I, I announce car races. Okay. Well, oh, NASCAR? No. Okay. Well, okay. What <laughs> drifting? Okay. What what's that look like? <clears throat> and just the progression and, and the actual um, awareness of drifting has grown tremendously, right. and people really get it. And again, there's this whole meter, right? Motorsports, NASCAR, drifting. Is that what Ken Block does? No. Okay, cool. Here's drifting. <laughs> I Fast go through furious? the same conversations no, all right? the time. Fast and Furious. Yeah. No. Okay, Formula Drift. I think my son does that. Oh, I know a kid. Oh, my gosh. Bonket. Oh, yeah. I saw CBS Sports Network. I, you yeah. know, it's just this, this yeah. barometer. It's like a oh terrorist threat level. You know, we'll get to red eventually. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and, red and, level midnight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, it's 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 growing it's growing tremendously but all that being said i would say i told somebody this the other day it's fairly comparable to freestyle motocross because you can go and go to nitro circus if you're fully on it and you know that's where they're really pushing it putting resi mats out their their, their airbags all this stuff right and then you could go to your state fair and see some freestyle motocross right. you know and you know bum bum f whatever right so that's all freestyle motocross you know that it, it, it's so drifting you have this large span of talent and 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 you know cars but it's it's still drifting so yeah for for formula drift to be the pinnacle where i believe it is right now it just needs to be consistent and there needs to be a unison voice and i think that formula drift is spearheading a lot of the conversation um, there, there's different different sanction bodies all across the globe, and there's a lot of eyeballs there, especially mm-hmm. at Irwindale. I know that just passed. But um, you know, working with FIA or FIA not working out, um, it, you know, it might be, you know, just Formula Drift really just streamlining the motorsport as a whole and really kind of refining it, um, similar to you know, will it will it be F1? And that's why I always say, you know, the 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 leaders of the spearhead. It's a two tip spear, right? You got right. one side that's 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 f1 that is a traditional motorsports guy and that would be jim lau but you have another kind of another kind of challenging cat or they challenge each other it's not yeah. they're you know yeah. it's, it's simpatico it's simpatico yeah. challenging yeah. just like a marriage just like i don't want my wife to be a pushover i want her to challenge me and say let's go right that's how you grow hey are you, yeah. are you are you doing enough right now really like come on yeah. you know I, I if if i had a subservient <laughs> wife that would that would be really boring um so man i love you babe um, <laughs> so but I would say Ryan Sage is that nature of your your Dana White. So he's more MMA that that you know WSL World Surf League. Yeah. So he's looking at those kind of properties. Ryan's or you know Ryan's looking at WSL and and MMA. Jim's looking at MotoGP and F1 and and what's going on there. So it's a great marriage of yeah. of what's going on there and how that how that progression will go is dictated by. The cars, the manufacturers, the tires, you know, I mean, because there's so many elements. And that's why I, I enjoyed working with Gumball 3000 back in the day, because the cars, the stars, the personalities, the locations, all these elements. Right. Yeah. I think that's what FD's got. If you're an engineering nut, dude, look under the hood. Are you kidding me? Yeah, these yeah. things are rocket ships. Yeah. This is Group B rally car. These things are run what you brung to umpty ninth yeah. level. This is drag racing burnout sideways. OK, cool. Are you into personalities? You got all these amazing looking people you have all these countries being represented right and then okay there's the show and 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 it comes down to you know monster jam and what's going on there so you know there's i think there's some opportunity there of course like like your grid life events there's this and that and the other thing but i would say that competition wise formula drift is the pinnacle but like i said there there are your grid lives there's this there's that there's the other things there's your hyper you know i mean it's amazing to see where it's gone and and where it's gonna go 
Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I speak for a living. <laughs> oh, man. Well done. Wow, well done. Yeah, that's awesome. I, and, okay, I know you can't speak for the drivers, but, like, what is a Forsberg or a JR, like, or Vaughn, whatever he likes to be called, like, I, where, where do they see, you know, like, what do you think's next for these guys? I mean, like, dude, I, you know, I remember, I don't want to, you know, these guys were freaking street racers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they were, they were hooligans or whatever. And, and now yeah. freaking Vaughn is on SEMA, like, yeah. like yeah. on the convention yeah. center. It's just insane. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's single tear going down to my eye. I mean, that's, that's where yeah. I'm at again. You, you know, uh, uh, two stories here. Um, you know, yeah, parting with Vaughn and Chris and, you know, Tony Angelo moved into my house when really? my wife and I just got married. I, I found them on AIM. Yeah. Um, I read, I, w- I was yes. working at Racer Magazine yeah. um, with Paul Fanner and, and Rodney Wills, and I saw Drifting in Wired Magazine after I saw Drift show off, and I really wanted to get JGT, JGTC right. into Racer Magazine, but just it didn't have the sponsorship um, activation that 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 the series it, it could be supported. So <clears throat> I reached out and found uh, DG Trials, Drift and Gymkhana Trials in New Jersey. Found this dude who knew this guy, who knew Tony Angelo, got his aim. I said, Hey man, I live in California. You're in Pennsylvania. Come live with me and my wife. I believe in what you're doing. Let's go. Oh, and yeah. he moved. Really long story short, he moved in with me. Didn't know Forsberg at the time. He tells me his buddy Chris, who's working with Signal, lives up in LA. This, that, and the other thing. So fast forward to now and, and what these guys are doing, you know, I could you can say I remember when. I hate the term good old days because today is a good old day. Right. We'll look back right, at today right, yeah. as a good old day. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. but mm-hmm. but what's going on now is they're they're hitting their stride, man. This is this is a great day to be alive. And it just depends on that particular driver and their brand on what they want to do because because your Frederick Osbo, your Von Gittin Jr., your James Dean are very different. They're very they're different ages, they're right. different countries, they have different mindsets. It's it's up to them. It's just like it's just like NASCAR. You know, you look at your Ryan Blaney's who who really, to be honest, had a silver spoon in his mouth. He had all the aspiration in the world and all the but fortunately he had the talent. You know, not all the drivers, that's not that perfect marriage. Right, um, right. You know, and then and then you look at the Bush brothers, what's going on there and you, you know, but then you look at like a Nico and Lewis Hamilton and, and Formula One, and that that competition bred that, you know, and then and then you look at a Daniel Ricciardo who's having fun. So it comes down to the brand and and and, and really kind of what's going on, you know, yeah. and 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 how that relates to me is here I am entering my 21st SEMA show, and I remember in '99, um, <clears throat> in '99 I, I again go to Tokyo Auto, Auto Salon early in the year, break up with my then girlfriend. I'm kind of brokenhearted, but guess who turns 21 in October? SEMA time. <laughs> this guy. I'm, skate, I'm skateboarding down Flamingo from our room that has like 10 dudes in it. It smells of just funk. And, <laughs> and I'm, I'm gone. I'm, I'm, yeah, we've, I'm there. <laughs> I'm staying at the Westgate. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. No offense to Westgate. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most convenient hotel. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Um, so, um, you, you know, your boy's skateboarding down Flamingo to the show. And uh, I, 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 I meet my my now wife, she's working for Tenneco Automotive, selling exhaust or doing marketing for Magnaflow, or not Magnaflow, um, 
Dynamax back in the day, yeah. and they want to advertise in TMR. Well, we go to Craig Paisley's house, who's an iconic drag racer back in the day from New York, and race Supras, and we go to the house party, and she's there, and we kind of hit it off. And I leave with her, and rest in peace, Sean Carlson's Mitsubishi Diamante all-wheel drive car, and uh, we hit it off, and now and now we're married. Um, but what's funny is the next day she says, "Hey, here's my room key. Why don't you go, you know, just get some rest in my room?" And I got to go to this thing called the SEMA banquet. Yeah. And I was, and and she has this great dress on. I'm like, cool, no problem. Ow, <laughs> ow, watching watching Police Academy three or something. I can't. Oh remember. my god. And, um, Beatboxing and, and just, shit I'm, in the background. I'm out, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm out. And so I say that because she was off to the SEMA banquet that your boy is hosting for the second year. And I, and I'm and in just the whole juxtaposition of if I would have looked back and said like man this and that and the other thing and, and and by no means am I rich but I'm wealthy and experienced and I'm so thankful yeah. and blessed for like all these people and you know today I had some kind of peaks and valleys just thinking about all these things I got a lot of work coming up I have all this stuff and I was a little bummed today but hearing myself talk about it and and give myself praise. Sometimes you need that, man. And, yeah. and everybody kind of needs glad that. I can help, like, man. You know, like, what's that? <laughs> I said, glad I could help. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. The wine's helping too. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's that, it's that, it is that self affirmation. And my wife tells me that too. But there you go. Yeah. Good luck. Um, so, you know, but, but it is that, it is that that path you don't know where it's at and ideally you'd like to have a you'd like to have a map but sometimes those those unforeseen paths if you're in Kauai and you go down this thing you might see that beautiful beach and and you, nobody's ever seen it before but you you know and 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 that path is barely just clear enough for you to kind of see the light or see the hear it you know and and you gotta you gotta kind of go with your gut man and and uh I've been I've been fortunate enough to to have those people or things or shove me or 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 me and uh it's cool man it's uh, i don't know just just even talking about it i'm i'm, I'm very <laughs> thankful for it all so and it's cool for my son to to hear this too and he, yeah. he doesn't hear this all right. too often right right that's he, doesn't awesome. have, he doesn't have to watch it on his phone he can live it <laughs> it'll be available for him to check it out yeah well right here i'm i'm really curious coming from me, I, I know it's it's been talked about. I'm the young one. I'm 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 the 20 year old, and I'm very thankful for the place that I am right now with S3 and Mike Willie, the opportunity that you've given me. But coming from that place, the same mentality of a 20 year old, and this giant age of social media and every and the madness that it is, especially in the car community, because there's a lot of hate, there's a lot of love, but there's also a lot of hate. Somebody who's standing in your position, who seemed like I. I guess a way you could say at the bottom of the barrel, the beginning of Formula D, the very, the very when Formula D was grassroots. Advice mm -hmm. to have for those who who want to be in a position like you are, the people who are fresh out of high school, the car enthusiasts that just want to be where you are. Because I, I right. was, and look, I feel like I, I'm finding my place that I'm very thankful for. But what about those who haven't found it yet? What advice do you have for those kids? Great question, and it comes down to knowing knowing yourself and knowing where you're where you're comfortable. Like you said, if it's if it's Willie not understanding or or, or Willie saying like I I don't I don't like my voice. I don't like speaking in front. Well, I tried writing. I did write for TMR. I yeah. I, <laughs> I write like I speak. 
So, unfortunately, <laughs> I still need to think about where the comma goes before or after but. Yeah. You know, when I you can you can you can see that in my in my Instagram posts. You know, I I write like I speak and that's why I'm reactionary. It's knowing your strengths and really understanding what you're trying to accomplish. <clears throat> if if you have an if if you have an affinity for cars and photography, embrace that. Ask people, you know, there's Larry Chen is is an amazing individual. You know, Alex Wong is an amazing individual, and they're very <laughs> transparent on like, you know, they're not going to show you the whole, you know, you know, soup to nuts. Yeah. You know, Stefan Papadakis isn't going to show you exactly all the CAD drawings <laughs> on on his on his knuckles. You know, he's not going to show you everything on his on his rocker arms. But the the if if somebody's watching this and is 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 young and and aspiring to work in this community because I know a lot of drivers. Get the, I want to be a pro drifter. How do I do it? Um, it's it's such a generic question and it yeah. really can't be answered. You have to answer it yourself and you really have to search it out. And and the questions need to be finite if you're going to inquire about it. But I think it's just being and finding and being honest with yourself on really what you want to do. And I couldn't tell you that I had an aspiration of announcing car races, but my goodness, I saw a lot of different perspectives of this culture from street racing to working behind the counter of selling Tanabe exhaust early on to selling the Volks to, to selling Gretti to, and, and making relationships with those people who are eventually my peers, right. Of, right. of that are now running the companies. We were in the trenches. Right. Now we're running the companies. You know, if it's, if it's, you know, um, uh, Kenji from Gretty, if it's Mike Kojima, and, and Kojima's old timer, but uh, I'm just trying to think of some of these names. They're not coming right now. But um, you know, again, Stephen Papadakis. I remember when he used to be a raver and have blue hair. So I say all that, <laughs> and to answer your question a little bit more deliberately, I would say you really have to be honest with yourself, and really, it's kind of, it's kind of like when you ask a young person who's into music, I want to produce music. Mm -hmm. Okay, well. What's that look like? Well, I want to. I want to be like Dr. Dre. Okay. Well, you know, go watch Straight Outta Compton and see what that. Yeah. Is yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And 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 you know, it's. it's I, I listened to the Dak Shepard podcast and Homeboy from uh, Always Sunny today, which I I really enjoy Dak Shepard's podcast. So, Willie, if you're gonna do one, I, I really enjoy that. Okay. And um, the episodes are two <laughs> I hours love that long. Guy. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, I love him too, and uh, he's he's one of my new favorites, and uh, he's very self-aware, which I really admire. My yeah. wife gave me that term for him, um, but it, he, the, the homeboy from Always in Sunny, he's he's the runner, he's the showrunner. Look at the stories, look at this, look at that, and both him and Dax saw this opportunity because they saw when Jerry Seinfeld was, I'm quoting them, I'm paraphrasing them a little bit of, they saw that Jerry Seinfeld was the most money-making dude in Hollywood, more than Oprah, more than anybody. Number two was uh, was Larry David. Who's Larry David? He's the dude behind Jerry Seinfeld and behind Seinfeld, and he's a showrunner. Right? Like it's 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 looking at all these pieces, and if you're not that, you know, again, people meet me and they're like, "Man, you're a big dude." Well, I have a physical presence. I might have that voice. I might offend you. I might piss you off. But I have that awareness of myself now that I'm comfortable because I am 40. I have kids. Like I yeah, said, yeah, my yeah. kids love me. My wife loves me. Some days more or less than the others, but. It's it's that it's that aspiration and asking the right questions both to somebody else and to yourself. Yeah, you said something earlier about like nobody can be you better than you. So be you. You said something like that. Yeah. I just murdered it. But like, <laughs> it's so freaking true, man. And I wish that's something that I would have learned younger. I feel like you know I started coming in realizing that kind of side of myself. I guess in my later twenties. And like you know, if we're giving kids advice, it's like, damn it, just. Figure that out in your earlier 20s, you know, because I spent my earlier yeah. 20s trying to 
you know, be something. I don't know, you know, be somebody or be like the guy on the video or the music video or whatever, you know, like, and then, yeah, finally it was for me and whatever. I, you know, I grow up slow, I guess, but like it was later 20s, earlier 30s where I started to feel like I got some sort of perspective about it, you know? Um, you don't need to do it for the nookie. If you know what I mean. <laughs> wow. Straight out of Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jacksonville. Represent from Jacksonville. Take yeah. it to the Matthews Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know how excited I got. I grew up in Jacksonville and then moved to Atlanta. You know how excited I got when I heard him say, take it to the Matthews Bridge? That was like. I, I don't know. That, it's, I a, don't know it's a bridge in Jacksonville, you know? But yeah, yeah. yeah I was, I was yeah. just psyched that they were from Jacksonville back in 98 or whatever. Um, Okay, one thing I thought about a minute ago um, as you and Hunter were talking, uh, you know, you say everybody says, uh, how do I become a pro drifter? Because I'm sure everybody that becomes a drifter wants to become a pro drifter at some point, right? Like, that's the way it goes. And I know you, you, you got to find your way, right? You got to let, yeah. let your little light shine or whatever. But, like, you've basically grown up with and become really good friends with some of the, you know, most notable drifters in the U.S. or whatever. Is there any correlation, any trend in the data between these guys, between the, the Forsbergs and, you know, like the, the Vons and these guys that have been doing it since the beginning? It, like, how did they do it? Was it, a, it, you know, were they more like disciplined in a business model? Like, as far as getting, you know, there's so many young drifters that are like, yeah, man, I'm going to go run Pro 2. And I'm gonna, but like the financial expenses and cars are breaking and they, they can't get the business plan done. And, you know, it affects sponsors and everything like did these guys excel at that? Like, was there, you know what I mean? Like, or were they just freaking lucky? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's... yeah, no, it's, that's a great question. I, I think it's, you know, it's different for everybody. Like I said, Vaughn, Vaughn and Chris and, and Turk and Osbo and everybody's very different. I remember when Tanner Faust was stepping out right. and uh, at the banquet, um, Stefan and his team, Sean Hillier and Aldo, they're asking me, they're like, how about this Osbo guy? What do you think? I mean, he, He's breaking a lot of bumpers, and, and Tanner went a whole season without knocking a bumper off of his Scion his final yeah. year, and uh, which is super rare. I mean, they were bleached out brown off the on the yellow and all this stuff, and 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 he really stepped in that shoes, and it's and it's surrounding yourself with the right people. You know, I, I would I would say that you know there's there's some kind of I don't say unsung heroes because they're they're thanked at the right times or they're compensated or 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 they're part of the unit you know in the growth. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, seeing seeing where James Dean's at right now, I mean, he wouldn't he wouldn't be where he's at if it wasn't for Peter Visick and his talent aligning. So right. you know, there's some mon there's some monetary there's some there's some talent. Um, but you look at Mad Mike and I know you know Mad Mike Wadette from New Zealand really wants to compete in FD. That's what he loves. He loves that that. Um, that the competition right. he loves the 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 you know basically the the unity the the kind of friendships um but unfortunately monetarily he, he can't afford it to, to come all the way from new zealand yeah. to be this car and we've seen him you know in atlanta a couple times yeah um but he, he's and he's, he's always a favorite man he's, he's oh like he's always guy. a favorite yeah. yeah yeah he's a dude and he and he's part of the fabric but all that being said you can change up the game and still have I think Mad Mike notably has the largest Facebook following of any drifter. Really? Like he has, yeah, wow. he has the largest Facebook following, more than Vaughn, more than Chris, more than anybody. And you know, all the drifters combined, I think it's like the top five drifters have more than all the F1 drivers combined on Facebook. It's something offensive, like just like <laughs> what, you know? But that just goes to show you the demographic. And yeah. It just goes yeah, to show yeah, you yeah. timing. That goes to show you who's watching, who's who's 
who's you know who's conscious of all this stuff so you know the the successful guys of course talent is everything and and to quote mad mike Odette too and to quote mad mike quoting von gittin jr when mad mike won best looking car he says your car might look good but always looks good on top of the podium uh, and, and von might be quoting somebody else so just, just like a whole a whole myriad of quotings yeah. notable quotables that's awesome yeah so yeah yeah all right well I don't know, man. And we're at an hour and ten minutes. That feels about right, right? Like, <laughs> has anybody anybody got any questions that that were you know you were gonna ask, but then I interrupted or something? <laughs> why why are we blessing the rains all over your social media? <laughs> Hunter's a big fan, man. He's he's watching on the daily, man. I need to follow you back. I need to see what you're blessing, homeboy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just I don't know how I became the ambassador of uh, you know Africa by Toto, but I will happily take that because you cannot. Yeah. It was it was it was super yeah. weird timing on how that just came came to be because of Weezer's thing and all this and all that yep. and all the amazing memes. Um, you, you can't. You know, I mean, I'll be in Johannesburg in a little bit, December 3rd, so hopefully it doesn't rain, but um, <laughs> I don't know how I became the ambassador, but I'll happily take it. What about- I'd rather be, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather be, uh, we need to start this, maybe uh, the Hall and Oates, You Make My Dreams Come True. I'd ra- I want to bless that, because that's, <laughs> yes. that's, that's a feel-good jam, for sure. Yes. What about, I may be a total freaking idiot here, and it's kind of like when you find out that, like, a song that you like, you thought it was different lyrics, but, like, all right, send it. To me, the phrase send it was you, and now all of a sudden, here we are in 2017, 18, whatever, everybody's saying (laughs) send it. Did you start that, or did you, like, in my mind, I'm like, holy shit, the whole world caught on to, you know, Jared send it. Right. No, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm I'm noted somewhere somewhere in Wikipedia. It's like Greg Bussell uh, started the planking thing. He really did. Like that was Greg Bussell and Chase from Chase Bays. They would. They, what did they call it? They call it like they blackout. They call it blacking out. Do you, are you aware about this? They did it a little bit differently. This was before planking yeah. was a thing. They would just be living their life and then they would fall flat on their face at inopportune <laughs> times and just stay there. Like it would, and they yeah. started a website and then it it went and somebody stole it and started calling it That's planking. That's funny. But yeah. So, yeah. I've- I mean, I've I've been saying send it since '04, and um, actually, it was um, I believe some uh, I I think it was Topics, which is Eric Forsberg. I think it's his brother, or it might have been Adam Barker, or it might have been Rest in Peace Rich Bible. One of like the Drift Alliance crews, like send it, and I was like, yeah, send it, and like. <laughs> That, you know, we only had four rounds, and it was just kicked over to me because it's it's an it is an action sports term. If you're wakeboarding or for snowboarding, yeah. or it's, you know, like send it, dude, like get after it. So I just I just adopted it towards the cars and the things, and and now it's like now it's just common vernacular in the in in the drifting world, I would say. But um, I would say it's becoming more popular now with like send it official all that stuff. But yeah. I would say Larry, and, I would I would like to thank Larry and Tyser for his snowmobiling. Um, that that was that was the dude that really. Kind Kind of, I would say, catapulted it or jumped it on this rickety ass snowmobile. Right. So I think he he sent it harder than anybody, right, Hunter? Oh yeah. I mean, you're the young buck, right? <laughs> this guy knows it. I'm a yeah. I'm a huge Supercross slash motocross fan, and that's where okay. Enticer comes from. So I I had no, known of him previous to that. So huh. yeah, it, it's it was very interesting. 
<coughs> Sweet. All right. Hey, all right. So I guess whatever. In closing, where, where, you know, where would you see your career going in a perfect world if you could write your own freaking destiny? Um, uh, I would. Uh, it's a, it's a great question. And like I said previously, if if I could, if I could plan a roadmap, I, I'd love to. It's, it's. There's so many different things, just like the technology, just like relationships and all that stuff but I would say that if I could if I could write my own destiny I'd love to travel with my kids I'd love to make some content and share my love for life in the world and my love for my wife and and life in general and get more tattoos and drink some more beers and eat local drink local tattoo local and 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 live my life to the fullest but if I could document that and monetize that that would be that would be my dream <laughs> yeah. listen you want to have a show on the food network that's what you want yeah. man uh, Dude, not so much food network I, I mean ideally if I could just have like another homie of mine like my best friend Mike Wonderly he makes TV shows and he was just here he surprised me again my 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 birthday my actual birthday was just this past Friday and uh and I went to the yeah. gym went to the car wash and I come over and I show up and he's in my he's in my he's in my uh, driveway and I start crying man I was just stoked to see him he's been right he's you know I have I have three best friends since like middle school and high school and, yeah. and he's one of them and anyways um I'd love to just have have him document it and then just an editor and we just keep it real lean i mean you see how some of these people live like bucket list family you know this yeah, yeah. this mormon adorable mormon family that you know went to byu and they have now three kids and they've monetized it he he, he built and sold an app but um you, you can see how some people live but i i really want to live it from a core standpoint of uh of aspiration and inspiration and 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 it's all of the things that I enjoy, which are cars and travel and food and tattoos and and love and and all of those things. So if I can monetize that lifestyle, that would be yeah. ideal. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, trying to figure out the same thing too. He's like, oh, oh, we we could do this, right? <laughs> yeah, for real. All right. Well, I guess in closing, what's next for Jared Deanda? What you got going on? Who would you like to shout out? Uh, of course, I want to thank Formula Drift. Thank you to Formula Drift for everything. I want to thank Snap on Tools. Snap on Tools, I've worked with for ten years, making a lot of cool content. And uh, you know, it's it's just the it's. I mean, these are very soft hands. I have my snap-on <laughs> I have my, I have my snap tools uh, grill and my kegerator, yeah, and uh, nice. a couple of other snap-on tools. But those are the prime tools that get worked around here. <laughs> but uh, also want to just thank all, all the fans and, and anybody who's just really investing into our culture, you know, the tuner culture yeah. and just where, where it's going, where it's progressing. want to thank all the sponsors who really acknowledge the core folks that are really investing into it as well. If it is such as S3 or different podcasts or different media and just really exploring different opportunities because it is ever changing, ever evolving. So I appreciate you guys for having me on here. I don't know if this is the first, second, third, fifth, or 10th, but uh, I appreciate you guys having me on here. Somewhere and uh, there, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, this is a we 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 live in some wild times. So for me, you know, just want to thank everybody who's involved and who invests, and thank you, Hunter, for watching every single Insta video. I really appreciate that, and the boys <laughs> do too as well. Got to give you a shout out at some time when we bless the rains. And then, uh, and yeah, for me, I, I still have quite a few thousand miles to fly, including include, including SEMA, <laughs> and uh, and I got to go to South Africa for Gymkhana Grid, and I'm going to Auckland, New Zealand for Mad Mike Summer Bash. 
And uh, you know what? I'm going to Disneyland. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's An- go. Annual pass holder right here. <laughs> no, no, that that's too rich for my blood. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Well that's awesome, man. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, man. I don't know. It's something else. We have lacked doing this, all right, for you S3 follower guys out there. Wooly's really bad at self-plugging. We've got to get better at it. So you can find us at S3 Magazine on Instagram, (laughs) S3Mag on Twitter, S3Mag.com. You can get your shirts. You can get your shift knobs, which we still have a lot of because you're not buying them. So (laughs) pump the brakes. I think we might be out of some of those threads. (laughs) amp up YouTube. Jesse just released a really cool video a really cool owner. Go check that out. I mean, we've got some event coverage. We've got some new kind of different videos planned coming up. Whatever you want to see, we're working on it. And please go to the Facebook page. If you have a recommendation, something that you want to see, something that you might be interested in, just make a little post. <laughs> yeah, let us know because we don't know what the hell we're doing, man. We're just trying different things. <laughs> we're trying a lot of different things and then we're just trying to see what sticks, you know? I love I, I love Hunter. Hunter has like that. He's, he's like, I don't know about this. He's got that YouTube like, hey, guys, what's going on? So if you want to see more of this, be sure to click down below. If you want more stuff, check yes. out .com. If you want to see more stuff, be sure to hashtag Hunter Blesses the Range. <laughs> true, hashtag. All right. Thank well, you. Come here. Right here. I'm trying to think, man. The only other thing is you said something um, earlier on that kind of stuck with me. You were like, it's not – what did you say? It's not who you know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It's you. you said right, something. Hey. Yeah, you said it's something people. earlier that stuck with me. I don't remember how you said it. Again, I keep murdering. It's not. You. It's not. It's not. It's all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm full of all these stupid things. It's not. It's not who you know. It's how well you know them. Yeah, dude, and that got me thinking back to like when I first met you because I. It's a sappy, stupid story, and I feel lame telling it, but it's important to people that might be like listening because uh okay so we go back to like you know april 2006 i had just gotten a magazine right like and and i wasn't a cool kid you know what i mean like i had my little friends but like pre-magazine i did not know anybody in the industry i wasn't you know in the cool like whatever the circles or anything like that but here i was with the magazine and um I remember my, my dad, you know, my dad was there at Formula D2, and he kept holding the magazine up at you while you were now trying to get you to say something about the magazine. I'm like, Dad, damn it, come on, man. You're embarrassing me, but maybe it'll work. So, you know, like, whatever. And then, um, okay, so cut to, like, that Saturday night after the event. Uh, we're at some restaurant, me and my dad, just getting food. And uh, you are at a table, I think it was, like, dude, the legends, like Sam Hubinet, Reese Millen, maybe some other guys. And you guys are, are you're sitting there drinking a beer. And, like, I wanted to be at that table, but obviously I'm not, I, I don't like, you know, public speaking. So I'm not going to go introduce myself or anything. So I sat there, you know, all introverted. And, uh, and me and my dad were kind of watching. And then you ended up walking over, because I guess you remembered, yeah. remembered us from the event. And you were just like... So what's the deal, dude? Like, what's the deal with this magazine, you know? And, like, it sounds lame, but, like, you you know, you took a minute at an important minute in my life, you know, like a a month into this magazine and everything meant everything, and uh, and you invested a minute, right? Like, you just invested a minute with a dude, and, like, it made me kind of a fan for life, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of like one extra post that I might have scrolled through or whatever. I pay more attention. It, it left a mark on me, you know? And so 
I can tell after talking to you, like, you know, for the last hour or whatever, that's kind of how you live your life. Like, you kind of invest, you know, like you invest people or you invest in people. And so maybe for somebody listening, you know, Greg Bussell had like a, a piece of real wisdom and genius in a, in a little podcast we were doing with him. And he was like, nobody got anywhere on their own. We all had help. You know what I mean? And he was talking about yeah. drifting. He's like, whether it's the guy that put tires on your car or the spotter or whoever, like we, nobody got to where they are on their own. It, it doesn't exist. So, you know, it, it kind of aligned with what he said, with what you were saying. So maybe that, you know, that that's whatever. If you take something from uh, from the podcast, maybe take that, man. You know, like, it, you know, if you just put yourself out there, say yes to opportunities, right? Don't, don't run in fear. Like I would have done if somebody asked me to be a formula D announcer, um, and, you know, like, and, and, and things will happen, man. You know, it's like, it's like you said about that beach on the trail in Hawaii. Like eventually you'll find your, your freaking beach, right? Like, yeah. so I don't know, whatever. That's my, that's my little, that's I love that. I do that, that guys. Next sticker. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> that's it. That's, yeah. that's it. That's like the closing. Right. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it, dude, there's, there's no, there's, there's some, that, that's a reoccurring theme, man. So yeah. I appreciate it. I mean, yeah, I'm starting so to realize that as our lives are, you know, like whatever, as you get later into your thirties, I'm starting to realize that there's truth to that. Right. Like. It yeah. really does pan out, you know. It, it is all. This industry is not that big, like you know, no. like, like and so it really does boil down to friendships and not just how many freaking friends you have, but like you know how you've invested in them and stuff like that. So, yeah, and the world's smaller every day with social media. Oh yeah, you know, we, oh, yeah. we you, you know, you know everybody via Facebook or social media, and and uh, you know, but like I, going back, it's it's not it's not who you know, it's how well you know. Yeah. So I I, I appreciate knowing you guys in different degrees and. And for and for you knowing who I am, and and I hope you understand that you know I I'm I'm human, and you know things that people say hurt, and things that people say lift. Do you, you read know, your own comments? Hey. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, right. I, I like I like everybody's comments, and if I don't like them, I delete them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I don't have time. I don't have time for negativity, my life, dude. Negativity, negativity is a cancer. Be the cure. Yeah. So I'd rather I'd rather uplift than than chastise or or judge. So I think you know, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. We go on, we can go on and on for days, but I got to get some dinner. I got to put this dude to bed, and he's talking yeah. in my ear. But I really appreciate you guys' time. Yeah, man. Thanks, All man. Right, dude. Thanks, man. We'll see you at SEMA, man. All right, man. Later. Peace. Send it. Take care. Bless. <laughs>